whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And <laughs> we are here, we to, are here rant to rant and rave. And rave. I hope hope you don't hear them, but why is somebody still shooting off fireworks after you and I heard? Yeah, we have had it. Still? In fact, yes. In fact, my family and I just got home from the beach. Jessica and I are recording late again. (laughs) (laughs) And we just got home from the beach and Dan Tipton was going to take my little Lucy dog for a Mm -hmm. walk. And they got right down the road, and a guy set off two fireworks, and that was it. She wouldn't walk. She wouldn't go. He had to pick her up and carry her home. <laughs> oh. People need to stop it. It's over. Fourth of July is over. Stop it. Well, honestly, I was a little surprised that we didn't have more before the 4th. And then mm-hmm. at, we haven't had as much as in past years after either. We've had just a little bit. Right. But I will say the 4th of July... Los Angeles, it, it's all over social media if you haven't seen it, like all the fireworks. The time lapse. Um, yes. It's stunning, but it literally sounded like a war zone in L.A. that night. Yes. It, it always does. It sounds like we're in the middle of a war. Like, yeah. Not, not bad. Like, maybe it's far away because I've never been in a war. But it just sounds like <laughs> cannons. And, because in Los Angeles, we're so close to Mexico that people can get the big stuff. The bazookas and the likes. I mean, big. <laughs> Not those bullshit ones that we had as kids. It was like the worm, uh-uh. and you lit it, and it goes. Bleh. Yeah, no. Those uh-uh. lame We're ones. We're talking like. I'm. We had somebody over near the apartments setting off clearly from their courtyard, and I was like, "These are bigger what? than my hometown's fireworks." Like, <laughs> they were huge. Not okay. And I'm like, all right, cool. Couple blocks from my house. That's awesome because one year we did have a palm tree right outside catch fire. No, because those fronds, those dried fronds, they yes. just, you know, holy. But this crap. year, thank goodness, we didn't have anything like that. Uh, for real though, I know in a lot but, of areas they ask people, please don't because of hello the fire hazard. Right. I mean, especially out here in LA. I mean, yes. as we were driving to the beach today, Dan Tipton was like, oh, the mountains are getting brown. And I was like, yeah, you know what that means? He goes, fire season. I was like, yep. Because mm-hmm. once all that starts drying out. Oosh, oosh, oosh. Seriously. And now we're, you know, here in Los Angeles, we're hitting our heat wave. By the end of next week, we'll be up in the hundreds. No, ma'am. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm not going to leave the house. I don't want to talk to I anyone. Know. I don't want to look at anyone. I'm not kidding. I'm not going to leave. It's so hot. <laughs> I will buy one of those like extra large kiddie pools and I will fill it up if I have to. And I will sit in it. And I'm not joking. I mean, you've got to become <laughs> friends with somebody that's got a pool. That's that's always the goal, right? Seriously. 
But also, though, when it is that hot in the middle of the day, you just can't be out. Well, no. I can't. I'm burned to a crisp. Uh, but also, no, you cannot. And I don't think they advise you to, right? Yeah. Mm-mm. Have you ever been to Phoenix in the height of uh Oh, no, heat? I wouldn't. Mm-mm. There's I not a person Vegas on the street. one time. Vegas oh. when it was 112, and I was like, never again. Never no. again. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't Beyond. walk out for five seconds before you were drenched. No, you absolutely could not. And it's a dry heat. So that's like real sweat. It's not like humidity. That's just dry really fire. <laughs> dry uh, heat is heat. Hot is hot. Can't take I, your skin I'm... off. Oh my God. I got so spoiled in the Midwest. Everybody has air conditioners and it's always a hundred degrees. You know, it's so, it feels like a hundred degrees outside because it's so humid and sticky. And then inside it's like a blizzard. So like when I go home, back home to visit family, I have to wear a coat inside every store and (laughs) my dad and sister's houses. Like they make fun of me. I borrow a hoodie from my dad. That's I hilarious. wear flannel pajamas. <laughs> I can't help it. They freeze me out. <laughs> Boil. Well, Jessica, I went to the beach with my family today. It was very I lovely. I love it. We, saw, we caught a little crabby. We put it right back so with the cute. parents. Um, and it was nice because usually it's just my son and I that get to go because Dan Tipton's working so much. But uh, mm-hmm. the request was made that Daddy came. I love so today it. he came with us. Yeah, it was. Ah, really I love that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It's really nice uh, to be able to do things like that with him. Although yes. I would like for all the strikes to end so that my husband can go back to work. Also, to the commercial gods out there, I would like my commercials to run for back to school so that I can uh, survive. Okay. (laughs) Just going to put it out there. Yes. Um, Hopefully, good strides are being made, I hope. It seems like there are some. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what did you do today or this week? Well, I was very sad because all I ever want to do on the 4th of July is see fireworks. And that is my birthday, and that is the only thing that I ever care about. I'm like, I just want to see fireworks. So I have the luxury of living in a very close proximity to a studio that always has professional fireworks show every year. Even before I lived here, friends lived in my neighborhood. I'd come over. We'd all people park here. It's free. Everybody's so cool and nice. Yes. I I went to your house once for that. You did. It was always like, come over. We used to have a, like a, literally like a open door. It's like from 3 p.m. on, come one, come all. Poor Alan would be outside sweating uh, his life away, grilling all day. Like, like, because he would be like done. And then somebody would walk in and be like, oh, cool. I'm starving. He'd be like, oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, it was a bunch of uh, comedy peeps. So a girl maybe would bring a friend, but most women are um, smart enough to like bring a friend that's um, not a problem and is just going to be like fun and no thing. Guys would walk in with five friends that you've never met, right? And that kind of stuff. Mm -mm. So we got real tired of that. 
you can't do that. I know we're not ranting yet, but let me just, in case there's anyone out there that doesn't know this, because we went to friend's house for the fourth and I talked to them two days before and said, Hey, we've got someone with no family that asked to be with us. Can we bring them? And they were like, absolutely. But that was one person. And then she ended up not coming anyway. So it didn't really matter. (laughs) But it's like, you can't bring an entourage to someone else's house. I said that too. It's like when I used to own a karaoke machine, I'm like, I never have liked karaoke, but nothing made me hate it more than when I was gifted a machine and it was great until it was expected every time I had people over or a party. And then I would be like, get the fuck out of here. It'd be 2 a.m. It wouldn't be you over there singing uh, your heart out. It would be Uh like, who is that girl? (laughs) You know what I mean? It would always be like, Get these people the F out of my home now. <laughs> Who is that girl? <laughs> oh, my God. My Senorita Josefina, so, yes. who's that girl? Love it. Anyways, Dana, uh, they didn't have the, the fireworks, okay? I know. So we, I was really disappointed, and clearly I think it was because of the strike, and rightfully so. But it just didn't mm. even occur to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, no fireworks this year. <laughs> Yeah, the strike. I never thought okay. of that either. We yep. saw some from a, country clubs are always the best bet here. Sure. <laughs> so we saw <laughs> from a distance. We are not members of any country club, but boy, we'll sit right outside and watch their fireworks. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've got you two saw or three the country club from uh, the first Karate Kid movie. The Encino oh, Country that? Club. The Encino Country Club is, mm-hmm. yeah, what we saw. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave uh-huh. Roll also had a few of his own fireworks up there in the mountain. He lives up there. Ooh. We saw some his, him doing some stuff. He got anyway. some bazookas. Hollywood. <laughs> he, had some, he had some big ones, but nothing too crazy. Nothing too. The, the fountain of fire was the only one that made me nervous up in that hill. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it was fine. Um, we had a great time. Uh, I love it. I hope everybody had a fun and safe fourth. Yes. Uh, Jessica, yes, yes, yes. would you like to tell everybody how to get a hold of us? Yes, indeed. You guys, please, guys and gals, uh, reach out to us. Reach out and touch someone like that old commercial. <laughs> uh, keep in touch with us. You can find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook on pod- on podcast on tiktok (laughs) at the rants and raves p we have a youtube channel you can find us our full-length episodes both audio and then the full-length video so you can watch this insanity and every nuanced movement uh you can find that on our youtube channel you can always send us an email at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website www.therantsraves.podcast.com Yes, thank you, thank Jessica. You. And I'll just reiterate again, because every once in a while we have to do this, um, because we don't have a lot of, like, advertising power and mm-hmm. staying numbers and stuff because we're new on YouTube. Actually, we're not new on YouTube anymore, but we just don't right. have a huge viewing audience on mm-hmm. anything other than our shorts. Sometimes our shorts mm-hmm. kind of go crazy. Um, so if you are listening, hear this. You can watch our crazy faces on YouTube. You can find us at Indeed. the Rants and Raves podcast. So, you know, I actually listen to a lot of podcasts on YouTube, and I think a lot more people are these days. 
because hmm. then I, if something tickles me, I'll do the dishes sure. or fold laundry or whatever. And if something tickles me, I'll look over there, you know, just to see totally. what's going on. I actually had tried to start something or I was going to start something new for us because we are in separate places. We do have camera options. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually talked to Dan Tipton about it and he was like, I like seeing both of your faces because the way you react to one another kills me. So, 100%. so I think I may leave it like this. I, mean, I agree. Who's going to tell me no? Who's going to tell uh, me no? The seven people that watch us. <laughs> you know what? Watch what you ask for. <laughs> well, that's true. That's if true. it's We've me, gotten... they'll tell me no. All right. <laughs> freaking YouTube trolls. Oh man, ah. YouTube. YouTube is worse than anywhere. Worse. It definitely is. worse than Instagram or. TikTok can be a little a little heavy, but YouTube, ooh, it's the Wild West. People are yes. nasty. It really <laughs> is. And I'm always like, again, just blown away that I've never occurs to me. Like, if I see something that I hate, I'm like, ugh. I don't then take yeah. the time to say you're an idiot or why do you do this? But that's why I just or don't care. I've you also never on something like us, because we're a podcast for mm -hmm. fun. Like I would like to market us as your best friends. Come hang out mm -hmm. with us. Come drink some wine while your girlfriends mm -hmm. get crazy for you. You can remain normal and just laugh at how nuts we are. Right. Yeah. So that's how I have never went, watched something on the internet that was in no way offensive. Right. I just had to say something like, um, no. like, <laughs> People get so mad at me when I get mad, but men do it all the time. Or like people troll you all the time about your voice as if mm -hmm. we both don't know you have a deep voice. You were born with right. it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, the things that they get mad about. And I'm like, we literally on our page at the top on our banner, it says just for fun. When mm -hmm. we talked about. When you said people shouldn't be on their phones, at their mobile phones at work, somebody on YouTube was like, this actually oh. really pisses me off. And I was like, it oh, yeah. does? This is the only thing in life pissing you off right now? You yes. are, I think, I think a female, you had a very female name and the picture looked female. I don't want to assume. However, you've lost your rights to your body, but you're mad about something on a fun podcast. I don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> I never understand. Why don't you get mad about that little girl that dressed as Pocahontas and tied her hands together walking behind a horse? That's something to get mad about. Okay. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, that was, and it is yeah. drama because now they're trying to deny it. And then they're saying it's for the Cherokee people. And then they're saying, no, it's, you know, not. it's just like cosplay. It's like, nah, y'all knew what you were doing because cosplay. you hit it from. They hid it from the Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce went around and approved everything, and she didn't even have that costume on. So yeah, the city was is, under fire. We're way past Whatever. knowing that that's not okay. It's not okay. No matter uh, where you live in the country. <laughs> we're not a political right? podcast, but that's crazy. And if you're going to get mad yeah. at us for saying, hey, you shouldn't be on your cell phone at work, you might be looking for some other things <laughs> to be madder about. No, I know. <laughs> Uh, hilarious well i think you're up first for rant well dana this is a very short and to the point rant it is about <laughs> weird bathroom sinks 
Yeah. I've never thought about ranting about it, but I, mm-hmm. I've been bothered by them for years. But I saw mm-hmm. one today when I was out to lunch and it oh. really incensed me. And I had to take out my phone in the bathroom and take a picture. You did. Um, I went to this gorgeous restaurant. Uh a little boy that I babysit, who's a dear friend, close friend of the family's child. Um, I'm getting to babysit him a good bit this summer, and it is his birthday tomorrow. So today, yeah. I had him for the whole day, and I said, where do you want to go? I'll take you anywhere you want. I'm not going to see you for your birthday. This is your birthday treat. So he chose this place. You're going to die because um, it's so like high end for a kid. But it's a new place. How old, how old is the kid? He's eight. But also okay. he wouldn't have known about it. But he was taken to it already by um, others. So he right. knows and right. he just loved the breakfast burrito. Okay. But I'm going to out this restaurant. Um, the food's outstanding. I got the breakfast burrito too. You could get like a smoked salmon pizza if you want, but they did have the best breakfast burrito I've ever had for real. What? Um, Is it a secret? Oh, the name of the restaurant? No, I'm sorry. It's yeah. called Great White. I don't like the name for this oh. place because there's a place in the I've valley called the the Great White Hut. But yeah. this did is you Great go to White. The... On Launchmark? Launchmark? Yes. Yeah, I go there quite a bit with my friend Raji. Uh, he lives down south, and whenever he comes up, that's his favorite place to go. Hilarious. I, I have to say to you, uh, I always get the breakfast burrito. <laughs> Isn't it so good? It's so good. It really, I don't know why, but it really is so good. I do know why. Because, why? A, I'm serious. This is uh, the same reason that a burrito is good when it's done well it is the perfect size it's like not obnoxiously Uh, big it's not too puny uh, and narrow but uh, it's perfectly rolled and the ratio of ingredients the number one ingredient two-thirds of that burrito is eggs nobody does that it's normally like two-thirds potato and then a little bit of eggs and whatever also they put like fresh chopped scallions in there and some nice and there's Oaxacan cheese great the salsa so good so it's this is a beautiful spicy, restaurant but it's really flavorful no. it's also very tiny so if you live in la and you want to go yes might go at a not busy time or make a reservation because there was a line down the street we got there I bet. literally the place was already full but they mm-hmm. sat us immediately. I think we were at the last table and then that was it. So I'm going to pull up um, a picture of this sink. So this, uh, back to the the problem at hand, I don't mm-hmm. like artisanal sinks, okay? I okay. resent river stones in the bottom oh. of a sink, like a common area sink in a in a restaurant like they have nowadays. It's like, put the sink in the bathroom. I don't want to walk out of the bathroom with my hands and then go to a sink. And now there's a gentleman standing next to me that looks like my dad. And we're both washing our hands in a trough over river stones. It took me a minute to get used to that too, but now I'm not so bad. (laughs) But yeah. I don't like mosaic sinks. I don't (laughs) like big slabs of stone cut sinks. 
Mm. I don't mm. like a bowl, a glass bowl where it oh, yeah, yeah. has like a long spout that falls out into a bowl. Just give me a bloody sink that's deep and that works and that ain't going to splash anything back or up on me. Okay, can I ask you a question then? Yes. So recently on the internet, there's been a big to-do over mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian's sink. Have you seen it? No. Because people wanted to know how it possibly worked because it <laughs> looked it looks like, like a completely flat countertop and it's an island. It's on an island and it's completely, it looks completely flat. And the water and it has a coin slot, uh huh. And it uh-huh. has like a coin slot. Well, that's yeah. funny, Dana. I guess Kim got the same fucking sink as Great White. It's very similar, but she said that Kanye designed hers. So I don't know. What I to cannot. Tell you. <laughs> I cannot. This. I don't need yeah. your faux travertine with a slot for like a plunko token for if you were on. Uh, you just showed us your right. whole. You got so excited. You just showed us your whole camera oh roll. God, oh my God. Like they were nudes. It's literally a hundred pictures of the kid that I was with today. Um, <laughs> but I really did go. Ah! <laughs> you know what's so funny is I have been in that bathroom a million times and I never even noticed. I don't know I why. I can't believe you. The slot for the wall. A slot. I've never seen a sink with a slot. It was mm-hmm. a slot, like where you would put a token in to yeah. a subway to get through yeah. the turnstile. <laughs> you don't know about subways. We live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm don't take teasing. the LA subway. I've done it like oh, twice, no. and uh, it's been a very, very many years since an, I've been back. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. The only time we take it is to go to like Pantages or something. Um, yeah, I no. My, you know what I don't like? I don't like hmm. a sink that's too tiny. I like to know that if I'm running late and I need to stick mm-hmm. my head in there and wash my hair. <laughs> my God. And, I can't. and you know what? So sad. I don't have one of those sinks. And I get furious when I'm like, I'm in a hurry. I need to wash my hair. <laughs> and I have gotten on my knees by side the bathtub to sure wash my hair because i can grab one of those um oh shoot they're by one of the lady one of the late feminine lady <laughs> things but they have i want to say summer receive but that i don't know if that's right or not but you know those body those body wipes if you're like in a hurry you just go <laughs> and you clean it summer's just, eve is i believe a douche for coochies, I but you might where. be thinking of fds it is definitely not that stinky FDS. I believe <laughs> some FDS now has. Most of the female things have those body cloths now. I got them from a makeup artist, but you what? can get them at Target and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, if you need a Weird. quick faux bath, you wipe off and then you wash that hair in a sink. If you have one big enough. <laughs> I'm just making excuses to be I as don't. dirty That's as a possible. Pipe I don't know why. And you make a great point. That is a bucket list wish dream item. If you ever get to build a laundry room, okay, or 
that utility sink my dad's got. One. I'm gonna get you that utility sink, and you're gonna I have one of those freaking pr- appropriate, like a shower head <laughs> that you can just. Uh huh. God, that'd be awesome. I, I mean, would really. Love I should it. just prepare ahead of time and shower the night before. Is probably the real <laughs> answer, but let's not be picky. Okay. <laughs> I have shaved my legs in a sink i mean we have desperate times come for desperate measures that's right every woman alive knows those desperate measures yes for sure Mm -hmm. um coin slot i hate it in reproduction travertine she said i'm reading exactly (laughs) what you wrote (laughs) that i had that i had to use today she said it's not funny and it is anything but practical. It's not funny. You said, who's out there laughing at sinks? <laughs> You're like, this is not a comedy show. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes I, I really don't realize how serious I take myself until somebody oh, points it out. Whatever. You've got more than one midnight, midnight three-page email from me that will be a rant at some time. I mean, this oh be all, <laughs> all right. Is there anything else you need to express about how much no. you hate ridiculous, not funny sinks? <laughs> Come on, no, and like I said, everything about this place was perfect except for the bathroom sink. Yeah. Everything else was perfect. Also, no, I will say when there are men and women sharing the sink, none of us want to make eye contact. Have you noticed that? We're, no. we're always like, it just feels weird. It's like, yeah. I know where my hands have been and I know where your hands have been. And now we're washing them. Don't look at each other. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's really only two options. It's either don't look up, don't look up, don't look up. Or, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Cool. That hey, weird. Hey, oh. It's so odd. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it just sounds ooh, ee, oh, mm, and a head nod. <laughs> the legend of Greystoke. <laughs> All right. Ooh. <laughs> what? Remember when Andy McDowell was? They hated her performance so much that they dubbed or her voice, one of the two, but they dubbed over her entire performance in that movie. Do you know that? Which movie was it? It's not her voice. Legend of Greystoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember hearing that. So weird. Can you imagine? Like, Dana, yeah, uh, no, everything's fine. No, No, you're still in the movie, but we've decided to go with someone completely different as your voice. Like, I don't get it. She was in a ton of movies. What was wrong with her voice? That's, that's what I don't understand. She wasn't a horrible actress. It's like, what? No, I don't no. get so, that. When you hear about things that, that happen on sets, uh, I would imagine so, yeah. on so many levels. Yeah, weird. I don't know, so but I weird. do know when we started talking about her, both of us started touching our hair. Do you know why? <laughs> Because she had that gorgeous she hair. Has that gorgeous hair. <sighs> she still does. I know. It's so memorable. Yep. Remember but she was the older hot woman? No, I don't. 
Okay, then. Sorry about it. <laughs> I, 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 I wish. I, yeah, I know. I wish. I told Dana I practically put olive oil on my hair before we started because I looked like Kathy Guyswhite, the cartoon. I guess that's, that's the her last name. I think that was the cartoonist's name, but she uh, named it after herself. How do you even herself. know that? Kathy. How do you know that? How do I know Kathy? She was no, one no, of the, no, 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 the iconic parts of the 80s. Of course I know Kathy. Oh, <laughs> because even though I've never been into comics or anything like that, this gal obsessed with the Sunday comics. Yeah, My parents always got the Sunday paper, Maybe and I'd too. always dig through it and grab those comics. Mm-hmm. And Me oh too. my God, Jill Sambor, our friend in Montreal, I know you'll appreciate this. My granny, who lived her whole life in Montreal, would save up like a month or two worth and send them to my brother and I. The Montreal Gazette, which is the paper there, they did the comics, which all the kids looked at the comics as a separate booklet within their paper. So instead of it being in the big fold-out paper, so do you know what a gem that was? We're like, Granny sent us comics from Canada. Yes. Oh, that's really cool. We loved it. We loved it. I bet. That's awesome. I love that. I know. If you're too young to know who uh, is. Kathy and Maxine from Hallmark, the old lady drinking her coffee, smoking a cigarette. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm literally dead. We are, we are not old, and you don't smoke anymore. So, no, not Listen, true. our friend Chris <sighs> okay. Tolman did used to call me and another friend, uh, Patty and Selma. Those are Marge's sisters from yeah, the Simpsons. <laughs> they're, they're something else. <laughs> I don't know that that was a compliment, Jessica. Oh, no, it, it was not. <laughs> I love Chris Tallman. He's the best. That's our friend. Oh, people. Here's a Hollywood. Uh, our friend Chris Tallman is on the Thundermans. He's the dad on the Thundermans. And they just uh, finished shooting a feature film about it. They My did? My nieces are going ballistic because they loved oh. that show and they're obsessed with it. And God bless, Chris made them a little video, and they about lost their minds. Oh, my God. Like, lost That's their like, minds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my friend Jeremy Rowley is on uh, iCarly, and he plays mm-hmm. a very ridiculous character named Lubert, and he's got, like, a big zit. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> ridiculous. And <laughs> last year, for my niece's birthday, he sent, he made a video for her, and, oh, she lost her mind. Oh, never mind I love that, that Aunt Dana. That Aunt Dana is occasionally on thing. Nope. <laughs> Lubert, Lubert. <laughs> so cute. Um, oh, all yeah. right. So should I get into mine? Yes. This is this is kind it. of a like a real one. So I'm gonna try and be mm-hmm. serious. People, this is a rant from a listener at our Happy Valley show. I think this might be our last one. Um mm-hmm. so send in your rants, y'all. People who say they are sorry but don't mean it. Why are you apologizing Mm. if you're just going to do the same thing over again? Are you just apologizing in order to stay in my good graces, but you really don't care that you upset me? Do I matter to you at all? So I I hear a little bit of pain in that one, and it makes me kind of sad. So I do want to address it. Um, You know, there's varying levels of... um, 
I would say, I, I won't go so far as to overuse the term narcissistic, but uh, toxic people who are have some somewhat toxic behaviors. And a lot of times I do think that in their brains, they do think that they are apologizing. But, you know, actions yes. speak louder than words, you know. And oftentimes um, with a very toxic person, if you keep forgiving every time they say, I'm sorry, then you have adjusted your boundaries for them and they are well aware of it and they yes. will take advantage of that. So there's a couple of different categories. I think there are some people who just think that they are appeasing you to move on mm -hmm. through the tough time and that that's enough. Um, then there are some people who just say it to trick you, I think. But I think the worst ones to me, the most damaging ones are the ones who apologize without sincerity, even in their words. I've, I've talked before. Mm -hmm. I am a very, words are very important to me. And it is a character flaw. I, it, it hurts me a lot. Um, but I take words very literally. And mm -hmm. especially when someone salt and peppers in some words that don't go necessarily with what they mean. So mm -hmm. In the case of an apology, it sounds something like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's not an apology. That's not apologizing yeah. or taking uh, ownership of your own behavior and that you may have hurt someone else with your words. That is saying, I'm sorry that you took my words that way and yes. decided what they mean for you. Well, <clears throat> exactly. yeah, because that's what they mean for you, too. You're saying, <laughs> I'm sorry that you reacted poorly to what I said. Well, that's not an apology. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm talking this whole time. Feel free to jump in. It's just something that really triggers me. Don't say sorry if you don't mean it. I would rather you not. Because totally. when you're insincere, you're untrustworthy, I will watch yes. your actions. If you what speak. What you say is, I'm sorry I hurt you. Yes. I'm sorry that I made you feel that you weren't important. Or yes. that I didn't respect you, whatever it is. And if is, you are not, not true to your word, if you keep saying, if you keep having to apologize, that's because you haven't adjusted your behavior. So you must not have meant yes. it to begin with because an apology comes with an adjustment. And mm -hmm. listen, there's two sides of the coin. So if someone is, is I don't want to say too much, nobody is too much, but if someone is, you know, we talk about uh, social vampires. <laughs> There are some people right. who just take and take and take. And in that oh case, God, yes. you know, you kind of have to, to uh, probably mm -hmm. separate and draw some boundaries or whatever. But when you have yep. someone who keeps having to apologize for poor behavior but does nothing to change it, then they probably don't mean it. And yes. it's just lip service. And for me, that means like where I get tripped up, I go, you are not a person of your word. You are disingenuous and I don't want mm -hmm. you in my inner circle that, you know, yes. that's just me. I try to abide by that myself as well. When I hear someone mm -hmm. say to me, you know, you've hurt my feelings or what you said hurt my feelings. I actually want to know why I want to go, okay, how? So that I don't repeat it. The last thing I want to do yes. is hurt someone's feelings who I care about. And, and that's what I would ask you to think about when you're thinking about this person who continuously apologizes. They're continuously hurting you. And mm -hmm. would you do that to someone you love? You know, right. listen, I'm not a therapist. I'm not, I'm not trained in any way. I'm just saying how 
I respond to that. Um, mm -hmm. If you have to say you're sorry too many times, or if you don't say you're sorry when I'm telling you, that's another thing people do when you say, you know what you said or what you did mm -hmm. actually hurt my feelings. It actually yes. hurt me. If they don't feel the need to apologize for hurting me, then that means that they're probably not my friend. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Even if I knew I was 100% in the right, but someone said, yeah, but the way you presented it hurt me. I would mm -hmm. absolutely want to figure out, okay, Dana, you can't, you cannot respond in that way to someone mm -hmm. and specifically this person, you know, I don't ever yes. want to hurt somebody I care about. So I'll leave it at that. But Jessica, what, how, what are your feelings on it? No, it's so, it's like such a uh, oddly and timely. Uh, I actually opened up exactly to this page because there was like a, something else included in there, but a friend dropped off a book for me in like a bag for my birthday. And it's a book of prosperity and I love it. And I can't wait to read it, especially because it's like not an overwhelming book. It's like something I could sit and read through the yeah. whole thing, but definitely something good to even just pick up, really just read one page and maybe focus on that. Right. Mm -hmm. But the page was about, uh, being sorry and it said instead of blah 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 try this and it said to say and to even say it just to yourself and to repeat it uh i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you mm -hmm. it's so simple mm -hmm. it's four lines i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you and i think also it was meant for someone also to use that within themselves as yeah, well to yourself mm -hmm. yeah which is very interesting and i don't think most of us do right mm -hmm. um and i'm not trying to turn it into something about being like kind to yourself i just thought it was very interesting so mm -hmm. this book and i don't have it with me but well that's I'll interesting that you say that because I have apologized to myself before uh, because I have a real, real severe problem with negative self-talk in my brain. Yes. And it's something from childhood. So it's like yeah. anybody in the world could tell me I'm the most amazing human ever. But my you brain. You can't hear it. Yeah, my brain doesn't say that. And so I struggle with that a lot. Um you know, mm -hmm. I'm pretty open. Like I've, I've struggled with depression and things like that. And I think sure. a lot of times all of those things are rooted in negative self-talk. And it's like, when you say, when you self-deprecate, I say to you, don't talk to my friend like that. I and know. I'm trying to get better about that to myself. So I've, I have apologized to myself for tearing myself down sometimes mm -hmm. right after something really big and trying my yes. hardest to find every little flaw that I did on a job or meeting mm -hmm. someone or whatever. And so I, what I do is if I have something big that I know I'm going to probably tear myself down about whether I want to or not, it's just how my brain is programmed at this point in my life. I don't know why I'm working on it, but um, <clears throat> you know, I will plan something after, or I will call someone, I'll call my dad just to chat or I'll plan a coffee with a friend just to mm -hmm. distract my brain from doing that, or I'd be apologizing to myself all the time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's just being open and real. Um, yep. 
it hurts just as bad from someone else as it does from Absolutely. yourself. So anyway, mm-hmm. apologies there. That's an interesting one. I hope mm-hmm. if you're listening, I hope that you found some peace with that and that knowing that you may have to draw some boundaries for yourself and that that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's always totally. okay. Um, sometimes some people are in our life for a season um, because we're all growing at different rates and we're all going through different mm-hmm. things. And so sometimes people fall out of your life. Sometimes they fall out for a season and come back. You know, you just right. never know. But always try and make sure that you're protecting your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some real bad suicide suicide rates in the world today. So be yeah. careful. Be careful, y'all. Reach out. Indeed. I think we're ready for a cleansing breath after that. Oh, we right? sure are. I mean, you got riled up enough about the saint. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about our show. Sometimes we rant or talk about the silliest of things, and then other times Indeed. they're a little more important. And this person, I hear some pain in that. So I hope you found some peace. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a staple of our show. This is part of what I love. This is our cleansing mm-hmm. breath. We get out all the angsty rants and feelings and all of that. And we we take a deep breath in, blow it all out, all that frustration, and fill up the rest of the show with goodness and funnies and raves and blah, blah, blah. So if you're alone, I always encourage you to scream it out. Just get some of it mm-hmm. out. But if you're not, at least take a moment to take this breath with us, okay? You'll feel better, I promise. Let's take a deep breath in. And uh, <laughs> I have to breathe again because I don't know what I did wrong. Do I usually talk while I breathe? I don't know. Look, give, me, give me one second. Feel free to join me. <laughs> okay. I needed that. Um, Jessica, Amazing. you're up first for corners. Were you peeping at me? No. Oh, I actually weren't? closed my breath. I'm closed my breath. Closed my <laughs> eyes that time. Well, I've gotten halfway, used to like halfway oh. through. I closed it. Well, that's good. Whatever you want to do. At first, I was like, Jessica, close your eyes. It's weird. Like people kissing with their eyes open. But now I'm like, Nah, that's how she gets hers. Like that's how you get your relaxes. So I just shut up. It ain't none of my business how you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> This is a um what what corner from our resident contributor Spooky at Oddity Central. Love it. Love a New spooky. Zealand woman who had a small chicken bone lodged in her throat claims she was prescribed an interesting remedy by an emergency room doctor. Lots of coke. Cane. Coke cane. Beth Brash. <laughs> We're going to see if they mean the cocaine up the nose or the Coca-Cola down the hatch. Okay. Beth Brash recently sat down with New Zealand magazine Stuff to tell the unusual story of how she managed to get rid of the chicken bones stuck in her neck. It all started when she visited her favorite Wellington restaurant and tried their new chicken dish. To be fair, the staff there asked if she was all right with bones. And having visited multiple countries where serving meat on the bone was considered normal, 
she wasn't put off by it. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, while eating the spicy dish, the young woman started experiencing a kind of tickling in her throat, which turned out to be a piece of chicken bone. Although alarmed by the sensation, Brash decided not to make a scene in the restaurant and even fought through the pain the entire weekend, assuming what? it would eventually go away. No, that's your body telling you something is wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Also, girl, you it, aren't chewing enough. If you swallow a bone, you need to chew I a mean, little more, right? I don't want to be rude, but uh, you need you need to get some more chew on there. It's so weird. <laughs> I know. I'm very sensitive to that. Uh, let's see. It did not go away, so she went to the ER first thing on Monday morning. She was informed that she did, in fact, have a small piece of chicken bone lodged in her throat, but the ENT specialist told her it wasn't a cause for concern. <laughs> okay. The spicy chicken aficionado was relieved to learn that her situation wasn't serious, but she still expected to undergo an invasive procedure to have the bone removed. Instead, the... ER department simply advised her to drink four cans of Coca-Cola to dissolve the piece of bone. Oh, okay. So I went Coca-Cola. I'm wrong. Uh -huh. Okay, Coca-Cola, because that'll clean your toilet. That is horrifying. I know. It'll clean a uh -huh. penny. Yeah. I won't. I don't drink Coca-Cola. Uh -uh. it's, it's strong. It's Did so it bad. You have to keep reading. I'm so invested. Uh, to her amazement, she started feeling better the next morning. And by the following day, she was back to normal. That human Drano for your body clears it out. The corrosiveness. That's what I found really interesting, she says. Really interesting? Oh, you my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, not a Seriously. Sponsor, obviously, but. <sighs> okay. Beth Brash herself conducted an experiment, leaving chicken bones and coke for a few days and watching <gasps> them break down. There is also a UK study that suggests the fizzy drink could help dislodge bones from people's throats by causing them to disintegrate. Whoa. That's a. That's a sign that we don't need to be Maybe putting that in our bodies. Yeah, I think you're right. Holy crap. I think crap. that's a sign. Ooh, man, a chicken bone. It's I made up a dissolving song bone. Just, that's I like made something up a song. you do with a body in a vat of acid in Breaking Bad. Yes. Jesus. Don't give anybody ideas, Jessica. <laughs> gonna put me in a vat of coca-cola you're gonna have to need about 302 liters so good luck can i sing you my song i made up one time yes and i've remembered it forever and i occasionally sing it to dan tipton but i wouldn't say he enjoys it oh my so god one time i was in my pajamas and i came walking in <laughs> i don't even know how to do my legs here i go trying to use my fingers again this is why y'all need oh my on god YouTube. i'm dead i'm already so dead. i was like yanking <laughs> Yanking up my legs like this, one at a time, okay? Mm -hmm. And I was in pajamas, no like bra. Like a can-can girl. Kind of, but inwards, instead of, like, awkwardly in instead of out. Does that make okay. sense? 
So here's my two legs. Y'all got to see this. Go to YouTube. Also, my nails need to be painted okay. so bad. They look so cute. They're like pale no, but, pink. They're lovely. I, I know, but they're growing out because I keep my fingers like little nubs, my nails. No, man. Uh, anyway, so the kicks, instead of out like a can-can, I was doing it in towards my knees, okay? <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I sing this song for him. <clears throat> I got the bones of a chicken, bones of a chicken, the bones of a chicken in a bucket. I got the bones of a chicken, the bones of a chicken, the bones of a chicken in a bucket. <laughs> His face when I did that. The, now, when I, if I do it now, he's like, he kind of rolls his eyes. The first time I did it, he couldn't have been more horrified. He didn't know why I was singing it. And I did have chicken bones in a bucket. Hey, uh... Oh, my God. His face, his eyes were the size of half dollars. And he was just staring at me like, did I marry this woman and procreate with her? <laughs> anyway, that's my story. Was it a good one? Oh, my Worth God. <laughs> I love it stupid okay i also, need to see I that love... dance young lady oh you'll see it i'll proudly uh-huh. show you if you want <laughs> okay i have a what the what corner mm-hmm. are you ready for this oh yeah a chinese manufacturing company has come under fire for allegedly firing employees who can't finish a 5k which is a three mile for us americans race in 30 minutes because they yeah. quote lack hard working spirit. I'll t- I'm going to go out on a limb. Well, and you say and you I and would I both be both unemployed. Be fired. <laughs> I don't want to be mean to you, but I'm going to assume. I hope China has unemployment because we need to sign up. <laughs> uh, because it what? Yeah, you're not. You you lack hard working spirit if you can't run three miles in thirty minutes. Um, Mr. Liu. China's he lives in China's Jiangsu province filed a lawsuit against his former employer for wrongful termination after allegedly yes. being fired for not being able to run three miles in 30 minutes at 40 degrees Celsius. Oh God, which is 104 degrees Fahrenheit. <sighs> 104? They're supposed to be running? Absolutely not. Lou apparently applied for a job at a mechanical parts factory, and after passing a series of practical tests that involved electric welding and gas cutting, he was announced. It was yeah, he was announced that he had gotten the job. After paying for a medical examination out of his own pocket, boo, Mister Lou started working at the company in a maintenance position. Little did he know he still had one more big test to pass. Just days after getting hired, Mr. Liu was informed by a company executive that he would have to participate in a long-distance running test. His co- I'm laughing because it's so crazy. His colleagues, I can't believe it. His co- this is the worst, too. His colleagues warned him that this was not a joke and that failing to run the entire distance in the allotted time would almost surely get him fired. Liu didn't even have time to train. And to make matters worse, on the day of the test, it was 40 degrees outside, 40 degrees Celsius, which I said in America, that's 104. Uh, Lou claims that after running about 800 meters in the hot sun, he started experiencing heat stroke-like symptoms and gave up. Uh, yeah, because people do have heat stroke. Um, that's awful. Yeah. 
Instead of finishing the race, he simply went back to work. And although no one said anything to him at the time, the very next day, he was notified that he had failed his probation period. That's part of your probation? Oi, oi, oi. The unnamed company, let's name them. You're going to have rules like that. Let's name you. The unnamed Uh company explained that new employees need to complete the five kilometer long distance run within 30 minutes and failing to do so meant that they did not meet the employment conditions of hard working spirit. However, Mr. Liu did not take his termination lying down. Instead, he took the company to court claiming that he had failed. They had failed to inform him of the need to pass the physical fitness test before hiring him. Therefore, his termination was illegal as well. Um, the Suzhou Intermediate People's Court agreed with Leo's assessment of the situation and ordered the company to pay him over seven thousand. Uh, it's one thousand dollars as compensation. One thousand American dollars. That's that's crazy. But nothing. also, I would be so worried for him that there would be some kind of company retaliation. You know, totally. <laughs> what would come down from above? would make me nervous um anyway that that is a that is a what the what it just seems really weird you're not gonna tell them i know beforehand and and that the other employees are like it's no joke man why are you making them run in the heat like that get them on a (sighs) treadmill i mean all of it's weird because it sounds like they're not firemen no that's what i was gonna responders Which That's that what would I was be awful say. for them too, but I can see that where it's like you're going to be in temperatures a whole lot hotter and running up ten flights of stairs. Can you do this? That's awful, but, but that's reality. But also, he's working at a mechanical parts factory. He's welding and grasping. Like there's I know, there's I know. you're not running. I had a right? bunch of uncles that were welders. My dad could weld. None of them were doing three mile races. In 30 minutes before they went to build the okay. doom buggy. <laughs> I mean, that's what they were welding for. I grew up, there's oh somebody welding all the time, building doom buggies and everything else in the garage I when love I was it. outside playing. Alan is obsessed with that. And if you knew the amount of people that he has told about your dad, because he, I've told you so many times, like how taken he was with them. He's yeah. like, and you, you know what, what I really respect, like he, he he didn't have certain things growing up, and he, and he and his brothers just made them. They did. And he was talking they about the doom buggy. He's obsessed. Oh, yeah. I oh, we always had a doom buggy when I was growing up. Summer nights we'd so go out, fun. especially before the girls were born. Oh, when so I was an fun. only child, it was okay. Even... <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we'd go out. Oh my god! How fun. This is so off topic, but can I tell you? Y'all know we had the supermoon this week. Yeah. Oh, it was so, so amazing. Wasn't it incredible? And I had put it in my calendar and then forgot about it. And mm-hmm. my son was already in bed. And I was like, I don't care because I have so many fond memories of yes. my parents getting us out of bed, letting us stay in our jammies, grabbing a pillow and getting in the car uh-huh. to go watch eclipses or full moons. Yeah, I just have so many. And it felt That's naughty because so we were like, we're supposed to be sleeping and we were in the car in our pajamas, yes. like everything about it. And the I seat was it. down because, you know, it was the 80s. The seats yes. were down, so we were like laying on all of our blankets. <laughs> of course. 
And then we had a hatchback and open it up when we got where we were going to go and just, uh, you know. So I yanked my kid out of bed and took him out to see it. So fun. I'm sure he loved it. He did. We we both went in our jammies. I didn't even have Aww. on boulder holders. I was like, whatevs. It's nature. It's night. Let's get out. Exactly. Raw and wild. We went out there looking at that super moon. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Alan and I did that too. Like really late. He was like, oh my God, come out here. You have to see the moon. Yeah. And we were both we already in our because... We just went out there and we were like, what? Well, we went in the backyard. We couldn't see it. We went in the front yard. We couldn't see it because it was mm-hmm. so big and so low. Yes. We couldn't see it yet. So it was we just low. drove up. Mm-hmm. We got on the 405 so that we could see it. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, we no, had that's an really smart. View. And then we pulled off on Burbank at one of the park parking lots there mm-hmm. and got out. There was oh, another lady fine. there with her son. And we were all just looking at the moon. It was nice. I love that. Anyway, sorry for that. It's magical. No, that's I a know, lovely right? memory. That's magical. I guess I want to say to people, like, I've been encouraging people lately, make some, Do corner, that. Make some touchstone memories like that. Like, my kids, yes. make, like, my crazy mother got me out of bed. They go uh-huh. see the Superman. <laughs> but I remember those things and it's of course. memories, you know? Yes. Anyway, do something. Those crazy, are the important y'all. ones. Yeah. Yeah. I love do it. Something, do something that you wouldn't That's rave worthy. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're it up is. for raises. I'm serious. Doing stuff like that with kids is just major give them experiences i know seriously because right? mm-hmm. i remember crap. that stuff yes that's what's important mm-hmm. yep yep well this is a lovely rave this is the best part of our show it is according to dana not according to a friend of ours who has never once listened to the raves interesting she said she I, has no interest. There, yeah, there are a lot of people who have told me that. I mean. <laughs> well, I hope you can sleep at night. That's all I can say. You know I'm going to ask, too, as soon as we're off air. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what Jessica said about you? Mm-hmm. Oh, and my God. And she said she hopes you can sleep at night. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. This is a very small grassroots um, organization that I found, and they are entering their third year, and it is so wonderful. Dana and I are both big fan of books in general and reading and reading with kids. Is that a sneeze? <laughs> I thought it was going to joke out of frame. It sounded like a duck call. I was like, Bleh. <laughs> it, it went through my nose so hard. Ow, it ow, hurt. ow, ow. It was ow. like an owie snort. <laughs> Just let it out. If you have to sneeze, like, let it out. Do not ever try to stifle a sneeze. I've tried yeah. to, and yeah, there, it's not good. It didn't feel good. My eyeballs pressed against my eyelids. All right, continue. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, this organization is called Start Lighthouse. You can find them at www.startlighthouse.org. Founded in Bronx, New York, Start Lighthouse is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to advancing childhood literacy through a social justice lens. 
Oh. Childhood literacy is an everyone everywhere problem. This is especially the case in the Bronx area where 70% of students do not read proficiently. That is what? a staggering, horrifying statistic. 70%. Oh my God. The biggest barrier to literacy in the Bronx area, big shocker, access to books. This is so weird because I didn't even correlate this when we were talking about this in the green room dump, but Dana and I were just talking about this very thing. And what if every child, regardless of their ability or socioeconomic background, was given the same tools, resources, guidance, and education as everyone else did? As the privileged do. Correct. It does not. So that makes me very sad. It makes Um, me angry as well. Yes. There's no reason for it. No. Since its founding in March 2020, Start Lighthouse has distributed more than 21,015 brand new multicultural books with a value of more than $400,385. That is very impressive for a small group just getting getting off the ground. Start Lighthouse addresses the literacy crisis by creating compelling, rewarding reading programs for children and families. Our method includes literary adventures hosted in conjunction with partner public schools to build home libraries and foster a sense of book ownership. Diverse representation in the books, major. We distribute so students see themselves in what they read and creating permanent spaces in partner public schools to support literacy development for students, as well as family members and caregivers. Yes. Yes. Wow. Love it. Start Lighthouse rehabilitates abandoned libraries and partner public at partner public schools establishing permanent homes for its programming and representing a significant step in reviving unused library spaces across the bronx so that means that these libraries just got left to die they clearly had no more funding i bet they didn't even have budgets to have librarians in there that kills me the the library at my elementary school and I went to just like a very like a country day school, we'd call it, right? But like a real cute elementary school that was in my subdivision, which was literally like 14 neighborhoods made up Martin's Landing where I lived. And everybody that lived in Martin's Landing went to Esther S. Jackson Elementary School. And our library was so amazing. Um, the amount of books we had was astounding and coolest part ever they had uh a decommissioned clawfoot tub so if you were lucky enough to get in there at the right time you could curl up in that tub that was filled with pillows and read yourself a book book. oh i love that my my school library was not bad but also if there was something i couldn't find at my school library i had public libraries correct go find it in yep 
We always, is... our parents took us there to get the encyclopedias and whatnot at the public library. Yeah. For projects and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, also, I could go on and on just, about it. Didn't we just talk about all the resources that libraries? Am I crazy? Yes. I've been talking about Last it a week lot. we were talking about it because yes. you went to the public library. Yes. That's right. All of that. You can check out a, a pass for national parks. Like mm -hmm. all of these, you can, you know, I told you about all of the computers and equipment and uh, editing yes. software and all this stuff. Like these are the things that these children are missing out on. It's Why do critical. I have access to that and kids don't? <laughs> I know. It's horrible. Breaks my heart and it makes me angry because I yeah. would imagine that it's for socioeconomic reasonings and that's totally. unacceptable to me. It's unacceptable yep. to me. I hate it. If you are in the Bronx area, but even if you are not anywhere uh, within the vicinity of New York, consider going to check out their website. Um, I know that, uh, we all know how hard teachers work and that there are so many teachers in this country that use their own money. They're already not paying paid diddly squat, mm -hmm. uh, use their own money to buy necessities and also just additional enrichment for their classrooms. No teacher should have to do that. Mm -mm. A few years ago, my friend put up a wish list for a friend of hers. A woman I never met, but she was like, this woman is incredible. She's a teacher. She is trying to start a library at their school. And I was like, boom, not even a question. Went on Amazon. You could order. I mean, there's books that are $6, right? And I ordered a few of the books on the list and had them shipped. I was like, that's the least um, that I could do to help with a library getting started. So seriously, get involved with your local library donate when you can donate used books that's always or, incredible the libraries around our time. neighborhoods that we have yeah or your time they're always looking yes. for people if you have a skill that yes, you can share yes, 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 or yes. to read to you know on saturdays and things like that absolutely i love that this um it says that um uh, they've impacted 5117 students in the bronx just in 3 years mm -hmm. that's so great and also i love that they've distributed 21015 brand new multicultural and culturally responsive books because in that right. area especially representation matters major it matters for these babies whether yep. it matters to you or not it matters to right. them Okay, we need to wake up. I love that. Do they have a website? It's so cool. Yes. Startlighthouse.org. Love it. Thank you for sharing that, Jessica. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a pretty good rave, too. Are you ready? Yes, you do. This is Sea Trees, S-E-A, as in the ocean. You can find them at Sea dash or hyphen trees.org sea trees is a program of the 501c3 nonprofit sustainable surf that plants protects and restores blue carbon coastal ecosystems around the world to reverse climate change well that's something we need we uh -huh. develop 
coastal restoration projects, also known as blue carbon projects, across five ecosystem types, mangrove forests, kelp forests, seagrass meadows, coral reefs, and coastal watersheds. What's a coastal watershed? Uh, I am embarrassed to say I don't totally know, and I know that the town of Cambria is on their own coastal watershed, and that's why they are always at... Uh, Do you want to look it up while I keep reading? Like a critical, yep, sure. <clears throat> okay, cool. Sea Trees funds this work through donations from brands and individuals who are committed to reversing climate change and creating sustainable livelihoods for local communities. We partner with local nonprofit organizations at each project location to manage the restoration and protection work being done, providing a vast array of critical benefits to both the people and environment. Blue carbon refers to carbon stored in coastal and marine ecosystems, including wetlands, kelp forests, mangrove forests, seagrass. You're repeating yourself, article. Commonly known as blue carbon ecosystems, they sequester and store large quantities of blue carbon in both the plants and sediment below. They're found on every continent except Antarctica. Sea Trees develops coastal restoration projects across five blue carbon ecosystems. Mangrove forests are being lost at a rate of 2% per year, and these critical e ecosystems are five times more effective at storing carbon than tropical forests. Wow. Kelp can sequester 200 million tons of carbon dioxide per year by absorbing CO2 from the, both the atmosphere and the ocean and exporting large portions of biomass out into the deep sea, sinking it to the deep ocean permanently. Each year, 10% of kelp primary productivity is permanently sequestered. Wow. Insane. Blue carbon. That's interesting. I didn't know. I, know. I didn't realize about that. I learned something new. And that well, it's, it's also such a fascinating. Huge... Like, we know that trees and whatnot survive on carbon dioxide. And right. that's why trees are so. But it's like, I never ever thought about it with something like kelp no me ever. either not at all um it's pretty crazy uh i did find out what a coastal watershed is oh okay coastal watersheds begin with the streams and rivers that ultimately flow to the coastal areas oh. coastal watersheds include upstream areas estuaries beaches near shore waters and offshore habitats such as coral reefs the watershed is the area of land that drains or sheds water into a specific receiving water body, such as a lake or river. As rainwater or melted snow runs downhill in the watershed, it collects and transports sediment and other materials and deposits them into the receiving water body. Interesting. So I think that's a, like, Cambria only gets their water from what is in their immediate area. They are not on the public water system if you will that san luis obispo county is on gotcha so like when you're in cambria because it's such a small town and they are like literally like rolling hills meets the ocean they tell you like when you're showering please like put soap in your hair turn off the water wash your hair then oh, put it back her. on like yes to, yeah I'm kind of, I don't do that with washing hair, but like brushing teeth and stuff. I never was that person till I moved to LA. Same. Now I yeah. do it and I do it everywhere. I'm like, oh yeah, even if it's not a drought, why would we just let the water? Yes. 
Right? Exactly. I, I raised my son that way. He doesn't know any different. But I think that's right? good. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> Boy. Wow. Okay. Well, let me tell you one mm-hmm. more time. It's C-S-E-A hyphen trees.org. That's where you can find them. Love, Love it. that. Climate change is real. And it's a problem. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Go on record saying that. Just gonna Wee. go on record uh, repeating what I saw multiple times today. That yesterday was the hottest day recorded in Earth's history. Meaning, as long as we've been recording, uh, hottest day on record around the like, world. I was gonna say like. Around like the temperatures world, average, around right? the world, off the wow. charts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we got to fix it, y'all, if we want to still live here. Because I'll tell you who's not yeah. taking all of us to space. None of these billionaires. They're just trying to get away from us. Okay? So. We need to kick it in gear, people. <laughs> yes. Um, Jessica. Dana. I think that's a show. I think it is. Do you tell everybody how to get a hold of us again. Yes, please find us. Reach out to us on the Rants and Raves podcast at Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on TikTok at the Rants and Raves podcast. Call sign the Rants and Raves P. You can find us on our YouTube channel, the Rants and Raves Podcast. You can send us a direct email at the Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com or go to our website, hit the contact button, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Why are we so sneezing? Oh my God. I was trying to pull up my point to ponder so I didn't misquote myself. <laughs> And then I sneezed in your face, virtually in your face. I had to look up because I was like, what is happening? Is something biting? Oh, my God. You crunched yourself up and went. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was too funny. Bless you, Jessica. Thank you. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I did find. I did find my my point after. Okay. <laughs> it's actually really, really weird. I took this picture uh, last Saturday at 4.32 p.m. And oh, wow. Not, not knowing what our, what our show was going to be about. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jessica, I hope you had a wonderful birthday. I got to say, I thank love you, lady. thinking about you on the 4th of July. I don't know why. Uh, I, in my mind. You. In my mind, the whole country's celebrating you. Um, You're so <laughs> which sweet. I love. Um, <laughs> we will be back next week, Jessica. I yes, we had will. a blast with you as usual. Thank you for waiting Same for lady. me to wash the ocean off of my body. I appreciate uh, it. I wasn't joking. I'm like, why did she go through all the trouble to not only shower, but like really get presentable? Because she looked beautiful. Uh, I'm telling you from someone who saw what you looked like, I'm like, you should have just waltzed right on in. You did. You look beautiful now, but now you look like, told her she looked like Mary Jane from Spider-Man. Ooh, I'll take it. Love me some Spider-Man. Seriously. All right, Jessica, are you ready for this? 
I'm ready. This was my point to ponder. So I've got it here. Oh, I don't okay. see any of that. <clears throat> I did not. The words we speak have the power to uplift, inspire, and heal. Choose your words carefully, for they can make a significant impact on others. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it real quick again, and then we'll be out of here, all right? Yes, I'm... The words you speak have the power to uplift, inspire, and heal. Choose your words carefully, for they can make a significant impact on others. That's right. Really kind of hits what we talked about earlier, doesn't it? It's it's so weird when, what do they call that, kismet? Yes. It's so strange when that happens. Anyway, be careful with your words. I'm talking to myself, too. You know what I mean? Do it. All right, Jessica, we'll be back next week. Um, You're great. You're fun. We're out. (laughs) You. We're a delight, my friend. (laughs) Have a lovely evening. Oh, I'm going to get crazy with some grapes diet Sprite. Tastes like sweet tart. Oh, (laughs) yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.